Alex Verdugo should absolutely be a trade piece for the Boston Red Sox this offseason, despite the fact that he quite possibly could reach a personal accolade for the first time in just a few short weeks. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Red Sox, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox straight to your favorite podcast feed Monday through Friday for free. And who wouldn't love free? Because something else here is free too, and that is the Sirius XM app. You can just download the app, search Red Sox, and get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game straight to your feed so you don't have to miss a single pitch of any Red Sox game. Thank you for tuning into Lockdown Red Sox and making it your first listen of every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Lockdown Red Sox is here to give you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, whether that's good news, bad news, or something in between. And here on this show, I like to say that my emotions are determined by a baseball team in Boston. And that's pretty sad. And when it's the off season, I start to feel relaxed and then they get deeper into the off season and they start to make some moves for players. And if I don't like the move, then it makes me angry. Just like the 2023 Red Sox made me angry. And if they make a move I'm excited about, then I am hyped up all over my Twitter timeline for people to see. So my Twitter followers share in my emotions or at least have to see my emotions be expressed. And because of the emotions that we went through with the 2023 Red Sox, I'm going to be using today's episode to reminisce about some of the highlights from the 2023 season, some of the fun moments and just what we can try to find light in and what was overall just not a good season. But first, I have to start off by congratulating Alex Verdugo on being named a Gold Glove finalist in right field. It's very exciting um, for him. This is his first time that he would win it in his career. Um, he's going up against Adolis Garcia from the Rangers and also Kyle Tucker from the Astros, who is the reigning um, gold glover in right field. Um, Verdugo's putting up a great case for it. He actually led American League right fielders with nine defensive runs saved this season. And he also was in the 95th percentile on the season for arm strength. Now, if you think about playing right field at Fenway Park, it's not exactly the easiest place to play. Um, It's deep. And for him 
to be able to have saved as many runs as he did. It really did bail the Red Sox out of a lot of situations. I just remember some absolute web gems of catches that he made back there and his ability to recognize where the ball was hit to and adjust accordingly to make the play. Not every outfielder can do that defensively. And I think he deserves to win a gold glove. I'm not surprised by the fact that he's in the running and is one of the finalists. Um, But I think from the standpoint of looking at the overall picture of what he offers, there might be people who disagree and think he shouldn't win a gold glove. But just remember, a gold glove is a defensive award. So based on his defense alone, Verdugo deserves the award. And I would cast my vote now and vote for him. Um, He's made some nice plays back there. But again, the other two players are also certainly making their case for the award. Um, And it's going to be cool to see how it all plays out because we will find out on November 5th who actually wins the award. Verdugo is the only Red Sox representative. Not surprising because the Red Sox were one of the worst defensive teams in baseball in 2023. So overall, there were not a whole lot of players who should have been in the running that is in a Red Sox uniform. But Verdugo can represent, maybe he'll win it, maybe he won't. But regardless, even if he doesn't win it, it doesn't take away from the great defense he played in right field. That being said, even though he was a really good defender, I'm still putting Verdugo as the number one trade option for Boston heading into the 2024 season. This whole gold glove thing will only increase his value and make teams be more tempted to pull the trigger on wanting to acquire him. Um, Offensively, he had an okay season, not the best season, Um, but he had some things that he did well, like 85th percentile on extra base hits from a batting standpoint. Base running run value, about average 67%. Um, Average exit velocity, he was only in the 49th percentile. Um, chase percentage was 85% and a whiff percentage was 94. Um, and K percentage was 88%. So those numbers are concerning. Um, shows a little bit of a lack of plate discipline and shows just an inability to make contact with the ball in situations where it's really needed. So that part of it might hold back his trade value a little bit. But I think a team who's really looking for a reliable outfielder that needs more defense than offense from him could be a team willing to give up a decent to good package for him because he is a pretty elite defender. And when you think about teams who have a really strong offense, sometimes they just need to improve their outfield defense like look at Jackie Bradley Jr. who floated around to a few different teams um after being let go from the Boston Red Sox and he has the defense of I mean a a machine 
this guy had a cannon of an arm. Nobody was running on him, and he was making tremendous plays, you know, climbing up the wall at Fenway Park to make plays. Um, he is one of the best defenders I've ever seen. And there were teams who really just needed his defense, so they would sign him for that reason, and they weren't acquiring him because of his offense because, I mean, he was rough to watch offensively. He could not figure it out at the plate. But then his defense was almost too good that it made up for it almost fully um, because defense is just as important as the offense. Um, So I see Verdugo as in the situation where he's a better hitter than JBJ was by far. Um, Yes, he had a bit of a down season in Boston this year, but who's to say he can't turn that around next year? Um, so I think it would be in the Red Sox best interest to still explore the option, see what they can get out of him because of the fact that now he's in the running for a gold glove. And especially if he wins it, that's just going to make his value go from, you know, middle of the road to up into the upper tier. Um, so if I'm the Red Sox, I'm exploring the options, no matter what I'm proud of him. He displayed very good defense this year on a pretty horrid defensive team. Um, So he's deserving of it. Who knows if he'll win it, but regardless, it's, it's cool that he's in the running. So go Verdugo. I'm rooting for you. Hope you take it home. Coming up, I'm going to be reminiscing a little bit about the 2023 season. Can you tell I miss the Red Sox talking about a few of the highs and funky moments that we can walk away from the 2023 season and remember. Let me tell you a little bit about Sleeper. Sleeper is a fantastic invention, and I give whoever invented it props for just really being a genius of a human being. So Sleeper basically is an app for daily fantasy baseball picks. You can cash in on Daily Fantasy Baseball at any time, especially since we're in the heart of the playoffs right now. Um, You know, with the ALCS going on and the NLCS going on, you can bet things like, will Kyle Schwarber hit one or two home runs tonight? Because on Tuesday night, he hit a couple. Um, How many innings will Zach Wheeler pitch for, you know, how deep will he go into a game? You can create those types of scenarios and pick right on the app for you. And it gives you different junctures and different categories of types of things that you should pick from. And all you have to do is just go in there and make quick picks daily, and you can 100 times your cash, which is a good amount of money. Use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. We're always looking for ways to simplify our lives and make them easier, and especially when it comes to something fun like sports fantasy and being able to make your picks wisely. 
So Sleeper is the way to go. Check it out today. Also check out the SiriusXM app. Just download it straight to your phone and search Red Sox. And you can get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game there, which is nice because it bothers me when I miss a game or even when I miss a pitch, but I'm also a Red Sox fanatic. Um, So if you're anything like that, we have a passionate fan base, so I can't be the only one who's like that out there. So download the SiriusXM app. It will benefit you and make your life so much easier when it comes to not having to worry about missing any games that you might want to hear about. Because what if it's a game, they make a giant comeback. You don't want to miss that. The 2023 Boston Red Sox season. I mean, we know that it was not the best and there were too many highs and too many lows, but they did have some things worthwhile that I thought could be reminisced on just to put us in a little bit of a better mood and an excited mood heading into the rest of this off season. One thing that pops into my head was when Alex Verdugo crushed a walk-off home run against the Blue Jays on May 1st. Um, It was a 5-5 game. Jordan Romano came in to pitch the ninth inning for Toronto. And Alex Verdugo just comes in and says, I want to end this game now. So what does he do? Steps up to the plate and crushes a walk-off homer. And I remember being frustrated that night because the Celtics had just lost a playoff game. And I was pretty angry about that. So the final seconds ticked off on the clock of the Celtics game. And then almost immediately after that, it was some sort of subconscious thing that Alex Verdugo knew. I have to do something about this and make the day a little bit better for Red Sox fans. So it was kind of cool timing because I look at one screen and I see the Celtics losing in the playoffs, and I'm like, come on, boys. Then I look over to the other screen and immediately see Verdugo hit a walk-off home run. So in a split second, I go from being disappointed to screaming of happiness because of that. So that was one of my favorite moments of the Boston Red Sox season. Um, I think there's another one that stood out to me. So Tristan Casas fouled off a Logan Webb pitch basically off his shin and he was visibly in pain after this happened. And then literally on the very next pitch, he absolutely blasted a pitch inside to the opposite field for a home run. It was a wild moment because he literally looked like he was in pain and might've had to come out of the game. And to think that he just comes up and just says, "Never mind, I'm good. And then just goes and hits a home run on the next Hitch just shows the absolute dog in him and the absolute fight that he has to just be resilient and fight and work hard to continue to push through adversaries. And it's a great attitude for him to be displaying at this point in his young career because I think we're going to get a tough one out of him, somebody who doesn't give up and is constantly looking for ways to improve his game and doesn't want to miss time. And he could have come out of the game at that point, but he said, I'm good, never mind, and then hits a home run and shows the world, I'm not afraid of a little bit of pain. I can do this, and more players should be like him. So that, to me, was a cool moment 
in the Boston Red Sox season. Um, and I enjoyed it. Another thing that was kind of funny to me was when that ball got trapped in that light on the monster and like smashed the light because that had never happened before. Um, and it was cool because it was just nifty to see it and see how they handled it. And it provided quality entertainment for me in a season where the Red Sox didn't give me a whole lot to be entertained about. Um, I wish I was there in person for it, but you could kind of see that it had kind of shattered a little bit, the light. So obviously they, you know, had to fix it, but it was a legendary moment because it had just never happened before. And I was just picturing so many memes to go with that after the fact. Um, Another high from the Red Sox season was just how absolutely dominant the Red Sox were against the Yankees this year. I mean, sleeping, sweeping them twice, going, you know, eight and four against them this season was a very nice thing to see. Um, towards the end of the season, they digressed a little bit against New York, so we don't have to really talk about that as much. But they seem to just play their best baseball against the Yankees, and seeing Devers continue to dominate Garrett Cole like he always does is just such par for the course at this point. And I thought it was honestly hilarious, the fact that people on Twitter were saying, you know, Devers has digressed, and then he would completely stop that narrative whenever he was going up against the Yankees and he would find his swing again and just be on absolute fire. I mean, that kid's unbelievable. I love Devers. He's just such a fun player to watch. And he always plays his best baseball against New York. It's it's really cool. Another favorite moment for me was when the Red Sox swept the Braves in that two-game series um, in the summer. That was at a time in the season when I had hope for Boston, when they were looking like a team that potentially could be a contending team and turn their season around to the point where they get a wild card spot. I thought that that's at that point what was going to happen. And the Braves were the best team in baseball in the regular season. And to think the Red Sox took both of those games from them in a pretty crucial part of the season put me at a high and the craziest part about it was their offense just dominated and we saw a good Red Sox offense all season long, but to dominate like that against that Braves team felt very good and just made me feel a little bit more validated, at least about the offense that the Red Sox put on the field. Now they got me re-discouraged about the offense as the end of the season approached and they were just super inconsistent at the plate and not being able to really find their collective swings as a team. But overall, the Red Sox do have a good offense and that showed in that series. So if instead of showing glimpses like that, if they could get to a point where they're just consistently hitting all the time and getting a player like Juan Soto could help resolve this, um, they're a scary offense. And that's, something that if I'm an opposing pitcher, I would not want to face. Um, Connor Wong, this is more than one moment, but him just gunning down base runners all the time. That arm has come such a long way 
this season and his ability to just throw out so many attempted base stealers at second base gave me hope for his future at catcher. There's a lot of things he still needs to work through and figure out, but having that arm that he has and being able to gun down all of those players is a very promising sign. So I enjoyed seeing him constantly do that because it was really hard to steal on Connor Wong. And that's, so exciting to think about because we need catchers who have that type of ability. So if he can continue to do that, then I do think he could eventually be um, a truly reliable catcher start to finish in the season. And he's just not quite out that yet, but he can be. Um, there just was so many things to remember that were good about the season um nick pavetta moving to the bullpen and just being superman out of the pen you can name more please drop your favorite positive memory from the boston red sox 2023 season in the comments if you're watching this on youtube because i am so curious what you are going to say because there are a lot of things that could be said let's try to stay positive that's the theme of today's episode Coming up, I'm going to be giving some early 2024 season predictions. Who do I see having a big year? Who do I see degressing a little bit? So that's coming up next. There are so many unprecedented things that could happen that are out of our control. Like, for example, the wildfires in Hawaii or hurricanes or tornadoes in Florida any earthquakes or just unrest in the Middle East, you, in that situation, want to have a medical kit of some sort. I wanted to have Jace Medical when I was traveling sometime and I missed a connecting flight from Atlanta to Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I actually watched them close the doors at the airport, the boarding gate doors, literally was sprinting to the flight and just missed it because once they close those doors, they can't let you on. And I was stressed because I really just wanted to get home and I was not feeling well and I didn't want to sit in the airport. And then after I was there for a little bit, I found out that the next flight they could get me on was the next morning. So they had to put me up in a hotel and the entire time I was in the hotel, I just was not feeling well. I was stressed. I was going to get home a lot later, which was going to delay me on everything that I had to get done at home. Jace Medical would have been great for me in that situation. The Jace case is basically a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. What's cool about Jace Medical is they offer customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. So something specific to you, you can add in there so you know you always have it come the time when you're in an emergency. So just go to jacemedical.com and enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. 
Also, don't forget to check out the SiriusXM app, which will have you covered for all Boston Red Sox home games so that you don't have to miss a single pitch. And I don't know about you, but I hate missing pitches. So I'm fully taking advantage of this, as should you. The Boston Red Sox in 2024 will be a better team. They are going to go out this offseason and make the moves that they need to move to make them a more likely team to contend in 2024. Um, Whether that's from the pitching standpoint, the hitting standpoint, a defensive standpoint, they are going to make the moves needed to improve in all of those facets so that they can hopefully move out of that dark place of being in last place in the division and move into a more contending spot where other teams across the league can take them seriously. Um, So they have players who I expect to continue to improve and have a big season next year. Brian Bayo, I would throw in that category. He's somebody who has shown a lot of potential in a short amount of time here with the Boston Red Sox. So I think if he continues on that path, then he absolutely will show improvement next year. Um, I think Raphael Devers will have a better season than he had now that he has a year under his belt with that big contract. Um, He doesn't have likely that pressure anymore of feeling like he has to live up to that standard because it technically kicks in in the 2024 season, but he's had it lingering in his mind for a year. So I think now that he realized he still had a pretty good season, even with that pressure on his back, hopefully that leads to him having a better season going forward in 2024 to feel like there's a little bit of a weight lifted off his shoulders since he's figured out now how to navigate through that situation. Another player who I still think has a lot more in the tank that could show improvement in 2024 is Tristan Casas. He put up a great case for rookie of the year this season. Ultimately he won't win that award, but he certainly was in the running in the conversation for a while. He displayed very good plate discipline. He was able to, show off his power and just made things happen. He was making contact with the ball and getting on base and he played good defense. So for somebody who was highly anticipated as a prospect, he's certainly starting to live up to that by showing glimpses of what he can really be as a player. And now that he has a full season under his belt, I expect him to be in the category of players that I'm putting in the going to improve in 2024 and put up even better numbers than he was putting up in 2023. Somebody that I could see degressing a little bit in 2024 and just dropping a little bit back down to reality from what he was in is Jaron Duran. As fun of a season as he had, he'll still be able to provide a lot of value with his speed and his plate abilities, but he had a pretty historically great season and I'm not seeing him necessarily repeat those same numbers, especially since he got injured at the end of the season. So who knows how that's going to impact him moving forward. If the Red Sox decide to keep him longer term, I think that would be a smart decision because I think he can make an impact regardless of 
um, how he's playing because he has other skills that he brings to the table that not everybody brings. So I'm putting him in the category of players who we might start to see a little bit back down to reality in him and just maybe not to the point where he's not playing well. I still think he'll be a good player, but we won't be having these crazy conversations about the season he had. I think it'll be a slightly bit of a slight less of a drop down that we'll see from him. Masataka Yoshida, I also worry will degress a little bit. I think pitchers are starting to figure him out more and more. And um, to see the way that he really struggled in the second half to hit anything that wasn't a fastball is a little bit scary. He needs to learn how to hit the off-speed pitches or he's not going to make it in MLB. Hopefully that's something he works on during the off-season but I do see him digressing a little bit. He started off hot. I think it's because opposing pitchers were not used to seeing him, and it was his first season here, so they didn't really know what to expect. But I think they will know what to expect a little bit more in the 2024 season, so I don't think we're going to see as good of numbers at the plate from him. I hope I am wrong and that he moves up the ladder as opposed to moving down the ladder a little bit, but I do fear with what I saw from him later on in the season and the fact that he was struggling a bit with those off-speed pitches makes me fear a little bit for his abilities going into 2024 and beyond. Regardless of who improves and who degresses and maybe who stays the same, always keep the faith, like I say. Let's go Red Sox, and I will catch you on the flip side.